Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Okay, now that I've picked apart your entire business model, I have, I have a couple a couple specific questions. Um, different, and I just want to like, you know, captive audience, both you and our listeners, but these are the questions that I get from people again and again and again. And I'd love to put them through an expert like yourself. What's the difference between LLC and an S Corp? Why would I make one over the other? Is there a different option that's better? Like all the time I hear LLC, S Corp, LLC, S Corp, like why one, why the other? And, and is there another thing better? Yeah, I hear that question a lot too. And there's some, there's some confusion in the, what I call legal mumbo jumbo, right? So an S Corp is, is just a tax status of a, of a business. An LLC is a limited liability company that you register with the state where you're doing business or, or wherever you want to incorporate, right? And so you form that, you can be one member or multiple members and you're, you have limited liability. You're only liable for your own negligence, not for the company. That's kind of the key. And then the LLC is this really cool thing with the IRS. It's called a check the box entity. So it can be taxed as any kind of a business that you want it to be. So here's your options. If you want to be a, taxed as a C Corp, which is the, you know, what all of the fortune 500 companies are, they're all C Corps. Um, then you pay a corporate tax. So you not only file a return for your business, but you actually pay tax to the government and then you pay yourself and you pay tax again. And there's some smart CPAs out there that can help you do that and not pay more tax, but there's a chance of double taxation. The next option would be to make an S corp election. So there's a, a section of the IRS code where you make this election to be taxed as a small corporation. Now how that works is that you pay yourself a reasonable salary and withhold payroll taxes, just like you would for other employees. And then you can distri make distributions, uh, owner distributions that you don't withhold that tax. And now you no longer have to pay the self-employment tax, which is a killer, right? And so you're going to save 10 to 15% on average on the amount of taxes that you pay at the end of a year by making that election. Now I only play a tax lawyer on TV and on your show. So get with your tax professional and make sure it's right for your situation, but that is a really good choice for most people. You can also be taxed uh, as a partnership if there's multiple owners. And I've got some really smart CPAs that we work with that really like that tax form. Uh, and then you can be taxed as a sole proprietor. Uh, it's called a, your LLC would be a disregarded entity. And that means everything passes straight through the LLC right onto your 1040, just like it does if you're a sole proprietor. So that's your four options, right? You can also form a corporation uh, which has shareholders instead of members and stock. Um, most people aren't doing that anymore. Most entrepreneurs are using the LLC. It's a little easier to operate. It's got better uh, liability protection than a cor corporation does, but some people still do it. Um, if you're building something to uh, go public, they'll, they'll use a corporation, uh, but there's some smart things you can do by starting as an LLC and converting to a, to a corporation right before you do that. Um, but that's kind of the basics. So, but you, I hear that question all the time. Do I go LLC or S Corp? Well, you can do both. You both, it sounds like. You know what? I, I so love that and appreciate that. And that is the first time anyone's ever explained it to me in a way that I could understand it. So that cool. was awesome. So what's a PLLC? 
a professional limited liability company. That's what my firm is. You have to have, there's a, every state has a list of professional licenses that can be a PLLC. Lawyer is one of them. Got it. So it's not something you can elect to be. It just depends on your industry. Yeah. And you don't have to be, I could be just a regular LLC. Uh, it's just kind of a, I would the only advantage is kind of just the status. If you see that next to it, you know, it's a professional. Got it. So it sounds like everyone, now I understand a little more what I kind of, you know, what we started with. It sounds like everyone would want to be an LLC from, from yes. day one, really. Day one. I'm going to go back 10 years and think maybe I should have done that 10 years ago. Um, day one, and then you should, you should have Only part. pretty recently got all of our legal oh, no. stuff sorted out. Yeah. And because my idea was multiple. always, you start and you see if this thing works and you see if you have money, do you have an audience? Like, don't spend your time, energy. And I think also there's probably a difference between people in their 20s and even early 30s who really don't have anything for, for you to get, right? Sure. You know, when I started, own no property, own no cars, have no real assets. I don't own any real estate. What are you you're gonna take what? The $300 in my bank account? What are you gonna take from me? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's one thing. You know, the problem with that thinking is that you always have something that you haven't considered. Um, you have a future. And if someone gets a personal judgment against you, uh, other than bankruptcy, you're not going to get rid of it for at least seven years. And in most states, you can renew them. So that thing will follow you until you eventually deal with it. If the judgment's against an LLC, it doesn't show up when you go, get a home, you go try to buy your first house, uh, if you're trying to buy a car. So there are some real advantages to having that separation between you personally and your business. And the way you spell that is three letters LLC. And you've just, you've just got to do it as soon as you, as soon as you can. Um, and that's, again, that's why we have our model. And if, you know, if, if you are entrepreneurial, you need to have that relationship with um, an entrepreneurial attorney that can help you protect yourself quickly uh, and inexpensively, right? So that you can try things because most of the true entrepreneurs I know, it takes a few different things to find the one and you may make some money with all of them, but then finally something really clicks and that's, that's it. Or maybe it takes them, maybe you have four different things that you do to create, to create a, the income that you want, right? It's multiple income streams. So you've got to have the ability to protect those um, and so you've got to find that legal relationship that can do it. Uh, and there's other, other professionals you need on your team, but uh, I'm a little biased. You've got to have that one. Yeah, no, I totally hear that. And so does becoming an S corp or a C corp, does that take the place of LLC? Like if you're incorporated, are you still personally liable if something goes on in the company or once you're incorporated and let's say all contracts with the corporation and everything's running under that, are you like, is that only a tax status or does it also work with the liability? It doesn't switch you to a corporation. You're still an LLC, uh, but a corporation does give you, you know, you're not liable as the shareholder of a corporation for, uh, for its debts, but there, there's just, there are some, some advantages uh, if someone ever comes after you and you have an LLC. Gotcha. Uh, so it sounds like everyone ideally would want to have both. You'd want to start with an LLC and then when you need it for tax status, you would add on an S corp or a C corp or whatever else. Yeah. But again, you're not changing the business. It's still an LLC. It just has this, this, it's just, you just made an election, check the box with the IRS that now you get to use that section of the code to, from a tax standpoint, you're still a limited liability company. 
And does the LLC make you pay any different taxes from the beginning? Or if you're filing as a sole proprietor through an LLC, it doesn't change no, anything, cost doesn't anything? It doesn't change anything if you don't want to. Uh, the, the out of the box, it's, uh, it's a disregarded entity. So it goes straight to your 1040. Uh, but I do, as soon as you have in real income on a, you know, on a steady basis, you need to figure out what's the best way for you to be taxed. So you don't pay that self-employment tax because it just, it just hurts. I hear that. Cool. This is so valuable. What else do small business owners, startup business owners, what else do they need to know? What else do they need to look into? Yeah, so we've talked about the the corporate or an LLC. We've talked about trademarking your brand. The other thing, and you mentioned this, is that you've got to have solid contracts, right? We don't do handshake deals anymore. Uh, I wish oh, it no. was that way. Every but... time I, I get on my soapbox, every time makes me crazy. Yeah. It's like, so I say to them, what is the contract? Say, oh, I don't have a contract. Really? So, so when they come back to you and say, you didn't deliver, what are you going to say? You're going to say, well, I remember different. They say, I remember different. And then what? Yeah. So you just called someone, just called someone a liar. That never goes well. Um, you're much better off being able to pull up a document digitally or paper and say, Hey, I think I remember it being in here. Could we take a look at it? You look at it together and go, Oh, it is in there. Sorry. Uh, it keeps honest people honest. If someone really wants to take advantage of you and get out of a deal, they're going to do it whether it's in writing or not. But we're trying to keep the honest people honest and the way you do that and the way you have solid business relationships is you do it in writing and then you do what you said you would do. So you got to be careful when you put it in a contract, you want to make sure um, that you review them carefully. And that's one area that I always want to focus with my clients is here's the obligations. Here's the things that say you have to perform. Can you do that? And can you do it when it says you have to do it? If you can't, don't sign the deal because it's just going to be problems. Totally. Like we do contracts with our clients. I don't do the legalese, obviously. Um, but when we do contracts with our clients, I always do the terms of agreement. And there's some standard legalese that I've gotten from some lawyers that we throw in. And I always say, run this by a competent lawyer before you, you know, go out the door. But the important part, and when I say we do contracts with clients, it's the terms of the agreement. It's what's the deal? Yes. Like what is the arrangement you're actually making? And I had, oh, you'll appreciate this. This is a great story. We're going back a, a bunch of years. Uh, so like I said, I've done contracts always, like from day one. Mm -hmm. And so I had this new client and, uh, you know, we had a verbal discussion, sent them a contract, they signed it and we start working and about six weeks into an eight week contract to say, you know, okay, we're starting to wrap up our contract. We've got another week or two left. This is where we're at. And they look at me and they go, I see, aren't we doing this like all year? I'm like, no, this, this was an eight week contract. Um, they're like, I just thought that we were going to meet you every week for the whole year. I'm like, no, no, not at that price, first of all. And second of all, it's, it's really, really clear in the contract. It says eight weeks, weekly meetings, XYZ deliverables. Like very, I'm super clear. I'm doing this a long time, um, over 10 years. So I, and, and they looked at me with a straight face. And this was not a young person. Um, this was not like a 22-year-old. This was a person who's even older than I am, even then. And uh, they look at me and they go, oh, Esty, I didn't read that. I just relied on what we said. And so I signed it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know if you understand what the purpose of a contract is. And if you put your name on something that you didn't read, that ain't my fault. Mm -hmm. I got nothing to do with me. I purposely send a written contract so that we're super clear that whatever I said and you thought I said, or you said, and I thought you said, we got in black and white. So I gave them a little bit of an extra deal because they were like freaking out. Like I was positive it was a year. I was like, okay, I'll give you like a couple extra weeks just so like you feel good about this. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, you're, you're a grown up. Don't ever put your name on something you don't read. 
I read the, the cell phone agreements. I read, I mean, just, I did contract law basic in university. And after that, I read everything. If I'm, and the people look at me like, I'm crazy. Cause they're like, here, sign this. And I'm like, hold on. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you, I read every single word, but I skim it. Cause people don't even, and even on my phone, they're like, okay, I'm signing away my life, lives of my children, all the pictures and all the assets in my phone, every order recording I ever do, here you go, accept, agree. What? <laughs> Which that's, that's awesome that you do that. Um, and you do obviously have some training. Uh, just think of the advantage you have if you actually can have your lawyer look at every contract before you sign it. Oh my gosh, that's so much more fun. I'm joining. <laughs> that's so much more fun. <laughs> I love it. I love the idea of on-demand services. When I met, like I said, that network marketing guy, I was like fascinated by it. It just, it, it felt a little weird because it just felt a little weird. Um, but the concept I think is genius. Yeah. So, so you mentioned it a little bit before, kind of, you know, having built this up, having scaled it out, built out a whole subscription model, which sounds amazing. What's a current business struggle for you at this point? Yeah, my struggle right now is the platform to handle all of the uh, requests that we have for the clients, right? So when I looked Monday, we had 65 active legal requests, either a question or a request for a contract or a contract review, for example, um, and trying to find the right platform to handle those has been has been a real struggle for the last year and a half. What do you Time. use? <laughs> right now we're using Zendesk. Um, I happen to, I'm gonna be really, really mean to them for a moment. I hate them. Mm -hmm. They're a customer service platform with the worst customer service of any company I've ever worked with. You, know, you talk about building raving fans, but sometimes you build raving enemies and in me, they built a raving enemy. Yeah, raging fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so, I was so put off, like repeatedly. Because they're, they're branding, advertising, marketing. I mean, this is what I talk about because I, I talk so much about marketing and, and general yeah. business strategy, but marketing is definitely like one of my biggest superpowers. You know, a company like Zendesk that puts so much in at the top to acquire customers, but then services them so poorly that they come out, you know, either dropping the service, wishing there was something better, or like me, a raging fan. <laughs> I love that term because um, I was just calling it a raving enemy where like, I'm not quiet, I'm loud. I got a lot of people listening and you guys, you're a bunch of idiots. You know, how many times does the same sales agent re-email me after I've complained? Hey, SD just wanted to check how happy you are and if you want to upgrade. No idiot. I've sent 1600 ticket requests about the mess up you guys did that something didn't go through on one of my billings. And without even waiting a day, you shut me down out of nowhere while I was in the middle of operations. I can't, I need more reliability than that. Yep. And it was on their end a mistake because I put them on a limited credit card because mm -hmm. I hate these services that randomly upgrade you up whatever. And what mm -hmm. they did is they just put an extra dollar on for nothing. Like it was some kind of weird test. It wasn't even they were trying to bill me. I don't know what they did, but the credit card bounced because I had it on a specific limit for them. And so it didn't work. So they're like, oh, your bill didn't go through. We just shut you yeah. down. I'm like, no, 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 no. Fresh desk. Okay, I've looked at fresh, yeah. We um, fresh desk and I honestly have been very, very happy so far. Fresh Desk literally market themselves as a friendlier, more customer service friendly alternative to Zendesk. That's funny. Yeah. That is like if I search alternative to Zendesk, Fresh Desk comes up and says frustrated with Zendesk, check us out. And they do almost everything the same. Simpler interface, better customer service, 
haven't messed me up and thrown me down, haven't sent me stupid emails from random people. Hey, wanted to see if you wanted to come back in. I'm sorry, did you want to look at my customer service ticket history? Oh, I'm sorry, are you not a customer service management platform that does tickets? Can you not even find all of my complaints and panicked messages when you shut me down while I was trying to run a program? <laughs> Raging. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the, the challenge is, is, is that and then trying to get our virtual team that I don't, that aren't employees, right, to, to use it the way I want to. Um, and then the, the other, another side of that challenge is getting the, our access clients to actively use that platform for all of their stuff because if a lot of them still. They email you. Know, you. Yeah, because of relationship, yeah. they'll email me. And then if I don't catch it fast enough, it delays it. Delays it. And so there's just, that's kind of the challenge, right? We've got 67 small businesses in the, in the program right now. Uh, and so we're, we have some growing pains, but it's, uh, it's good. It's good challenges. It's just, it's just stuff that they don't teach you in law school, how no. to they deal with don't. that. Right. So, and so it's yeah. a real customer service problem. Um, like we have a full-time person that they're the access client coordinator and so they spend a ton of time in that, in that platform, monitoring it and making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, but uh, that's, that's kind of, it's just the delivery to deliver it in a, in a really efficient way so that at the lower level, like we talked about earlier, there's as much profit as possible. hundred yeah. percent. So one of the things you don't know about me is I was a CIO for six and a half years. I manage nice. all of the information flows. I do database architecture. When wow. we do systems, I research everything. So what we have in our company is we use Freshdesk for our online marketing magic program okay. um, as the main support portal for people to, like, like we're talking about, submit tickets, mm -hmm. um, to submit their questions for our group coaching calls, to access the knowledge base and general fact. So for that, it's perfect. That's what I was using Dendex for until they shut me down mid-program. <laughs> but who's counting? Yeah. Um, but internally, so our company does three things. We have our online program, which is how we make our services affordable for people. We have our one-on-one -on -one strategic consulting. We have our implementation team where we actually build logos, brandings, um, marketing materials for our clients. Cool. So Full-service creative consulting. Super fun. And yeah. so for, for the strategic and implementation arm, we have an internal white-labeled system. Um, that we actually purchased off a marketplace and then set up on our own servers. So it gives us unlimited everything. So you need a high-end tech on your team. I'm very lucky to have an amazing tech guy. But if this is your model, you might really want to go. And again, we got it like off Envato Market. So you need a good data person. Mm -hmm. I would tell you the name of my system, but it wouldn't help because what ours is set up for is not what you need. Um, because ours is set up as a project management system where we share the strategic plans and, and the actual collateral assets. And that's what it does best. And it happens to have ticketing as well. But mm. there are many of these kinds of, you know, white labeled systems that you can purchase and then customize, host yourself. You need your own tech, but then you're not at the mercy of anyone else. Um, you have no limitations in terms of bandwidth, except what you personally, personally, again, as, as a marketing company, we're not, we're, we're a consultancy, but we, we have our own servers, we have our own everything. So you need a certain build out on the back end, but if this is where you're going, you're going to want that. That'll yeah. scale you. Yeah, I will. And because the other thing that we do is through our company, Next Level Legal Coaching, is we're teaching other lawyers how to build these, what I call a lifestyle practice, because it, it really changed my life when I no longer had my life controlled by courts and 
by how many hours I build in a week or a day uh, to know I was, was going to be able to make money. Uh, it also is refreshing every the first of the month to come in and know that I've got credit card running in the background. Totally. Um, totally. I know when we like the first time I made money that was not direct hours for dollars, it blew my mind. It wasn't that much money. It was a couple hundred dollars, but it was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't clock an hour for that. Like I almost started crying. I was like, I might have a life. <laughs> this, there this is, is a chance. A possible, yeah, there is a chance of me having a life. So that's one piece. But the other piece, and again, I'm, I'm a systems person, is the best systems in the world, system, the way I teach it, saves you stress, time, energy, and money. That's like a system. That. Yeah. And the best systems in the world are a certain, whether it's tech, paper, technical system, right? Plus human interface. So you've already got a piece of that with your access client coordinator. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that, that we have on our team is we literally have a person who runs the system for the people who won't run the system. And, and what that means is let's say I have strategists, they're either not so tech savvy or their time is more limited and they either don't have the bandwidth to always log in, it's not their preferred communication channel. So I could try putting round pegs into square holes or square mm -hmm. pegs into round holes. Or I could say, you know what, cool. Your value to me is not your tech savviness or your ability to log into the system and the frequency that I want and the way that I want. So I'm going to hire, and we have a fully virtual team. So I'm going to hire VAs internationally, so they're not as expensive because I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, baby, are the locals expensive. Um, plus, we run five time zones. We're, we're basically running a 24-hour clock. Yeah. And so I have people in multiple time zones so that we're constantly on. Um, and they will, they will log for you. Right. So they can, and, and you can make it as easier as, or as cumbersome as you want, but you can make it so easy that like they can log into your email and pull the information out. Right. right. Or uh, we, we don't have that. We mostly have certain things forwarded based on different filters. And there, there's a lot that goes into that, yeah. but putting those kinds of people in place. And again, if you're, if you're local, cause you're, you're doing, you know, American law. Um, but still people, entrepreneurs work all hours. You bet. So I would, if, if it was me, my unsolicited do. advice opinion, but I would get, you know, I would cry, I would get my time zones covered and I would make sure that I have someone else doing the stuff for the lawyers and saying $4 an hour, like this is mm -hmm. not expensive. And when you realize how inexpensive it is, um, and I could show you some, some great ways to access these people, when you realize how inexpensive it is and how grateful your higher level people are that you're not forcing them to do like the tedious work that they hate. They're happier being paid potentially even the lesser rate that you pay these, you know, freelance contract lawyers because you're just, you're making their life pleasant. Like, oh, you mean you're going to give my own VA? Yep. Company VA special for you. Here's how you're going to be in touch with him or her. They're going to log all the stuff. They're going to reach out to you because you didn't check the system or your email. They will call you and tell you that there's a new ticket to deal with today. Nice. That's <laughs> and a great idea. Yeah, I love that. Changes your life. Yeah. So, and then your access client coordinator manages them instead of chasing her or his tail all day mm -hmm. and everyone else's tails. That's very cool. You hire professional tail chasers. Well, that's uh, everyone listening. That's worth, that is worth your time right now. Just for listening to that. That is awesome. <laughs> My listeners are used to this. That's great. <laughs> so even messing with you. Like I see, I love listening to your show. Like every week there's a problem and every week I never know how you're going to solve it, but you do. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good. Fun. Yeah, I will be emailing you about that. No problem. You got it. Ah, that was fun. Yeah. So no, and and first world problems are still problems. Sure. That, that's what I say. So it's, you know, 
and, and it's hard as an entrepreneur, I find it, you know, so with so many of my clients, they, they say it's so isolating because it's, when you're not successful, there's a lot of people to talk to. And when you're even a little bit successful, suddenly you lose a lot of your old friends <laughs> and they don't want to hear from you because you got a different set of problems and you've got to find kind of a new community to, to chat with. That's one of the reasons I like our group programs. You know, we, we really built that. We added into this newest cohort. I'm not going to tell the listeners. We added a special cool thing that makes everyone even better friends. I'm not going to tell you. I love, I love that word. You have to come into the program to find out all our special perks. Okay. Oh my gosh, Scott, this has been amazing. This has been so valuable for me also now understanding the whole LLC S Corp and, and for me to be able to, to explain even at a basic level to my clients and then obviously send them your way so you can do it for them. Um, so where can people find you? Where can they learn more about you? Where can they subscribe and get their stuff set up and get their, their backsides covered? You know, the best way for them to go right now is when we go to reblaw.com, R-E-I-B-L-A-W.com forward slash business breakthrough. And if they'll do that, there's a special offer for your, for just for your listeners that they can get a free 20 minute laser legal coaching session with me and they can download uh, my five proven strategies ebook uh, that will answer some of the questions that you were talking about, like how do you start up fast, right? Um, and they can get access to both of those things for free. And that will be the easiest way to get me and the fastest way to get some legal, ac legal action going for your business. I love that. I love that you made me my own link. Guys, go to reblaw, R-E-I-B-L-A-W.com slash business breakthrough. And I just went there and you've got two buttons. You can download the ebook. You can talk to Scott. And I've had a lot of fun talking to Scott. I would totally do this if I were listening to this. Uh, Scott, thank you. So at the end, I actually like to surprise my listeners. I did not warn you about this and ask for a quote. It could be a favorite one of all time, but it doesn't have to. But I love quotes and I love, you know, kind of wrapping up our time together with that little pithy wisdom to send people on their way. Yeah, you are who you are and where you are because of what you put in your mind. And you can change who you are and where you are by changing what you put in your mind. Uh, that's by Zig Ziglar. And it is very, very true. I love that. I love that. And that's like the foundation of law of attraction and manifestation and all of that fun woo-woo stuff that, that's yep. out there. But it really works. Everyone like makes fun of it because they're like, oh, it's like woo-woo. It's like, no, guys, you just call it that because because it looks like weird magic, but it just really works. Yeah, you got you, got, you have some personal choices to make and how you're going to think. That's kind of the first thing you've got, to, the first choice to make. And once you make that, then you have to feed it with positive information. Uh, and if you'll do that, it will change everything. Love it. Absolutely love it. This has been fantastic. Guys, check out Scott at reevlaw.com slash business breakthrough. And as I've been telling you, and today's episode, I feel like even more than others, because for me, it was so educational. You know, someone who needs to know this, you know, someone who's either starting up, who has started up, who doesn't necessarily have all their legal ducks in a row, share this with them. sdrand.com slash 87 or on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play, really anywhere that you could ever get a podcast or web streaming, sdran.com slash 87. Share the love, share the information, share the wealth, subscribe because you do not want to miss any one of these. And we will catch you next week. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?